Hey, what's up, everybody? Garbage time sports. No, nothing? Okay. Yeah, no. I, w- I was thinking you were going to come in with the part no. that I shouldn't say. The, the, the part that's going to get us where we're never able to be monetized, that part? It's in the competition. I don't think it carries the same. No. <laughs> no. We're in the game. No, because that's not true either. Speaking of in the game, <laughs> while we're on the subject of sports, did you see that they're bringing back NCAA football? I did. I'm, I'm excited. I am too. I have ho- I, high hopes for it because the game itself was always so well done. Yeah, it really Except was. Except now with uh, people getting some, a little bit of Keshola, it should be even better. Yeah, it should be because you'll have actual names. Yeah, actual name players know, on here. Likenesses. KJ Jefferson, you know, as long as he's uh, of signs, whatever he has to sign to be included in it. Yeah, I say KJ signing. I promise. Yeah, KJ paper. Signing. And he's like, EA Sports. Yeah, yeah. No, I'll sign. I mean, I would. Yeah. I mean, honestly, what I'm trying I, to what, get him to let me sign for a character I, that's like a, a, a manager. You know, so like, on, the, on, the, on the game somewhere. It's just a bunch of me in the stands. Yeah, we'll we'll be the the pregame show guys. <laughs> Let's do three three D mocap of us. <laughs> Just be me, you, and Shaq for some reason. NCAA football <laughs> selling Papa John's pizza. <laughs> uh, we're already off course. Uh, Love it. It's just Love a minute it. in, and we're already yeah, off the it's, rails. It's, it's over with at this point. Canceled. Okay, so uh, hey, the NBA finals have ended, and I want to go on record by saying you should look back at last week's show whenever BT changed his mind yes. and said Celtics in six, but Hootie Who said, I'm going to stay with Golden State in six, and ain't life grand. Yeah. Steph, what really sucks extra hard is who did I pick at the beginning yeah, you, exactly. of the season? Yeah, you were like, beginning of the season, like, Warriors are going to take it this year. I just, I feel like they're going to. I was like, you're crazy. Yeah, Colby was like, no, it's going to be the Suns. It's going to be the Suns. It's like, well, and you know, honestly, uh, my delusion uh, always shines through because I'm like, Bulls. All all year, every year. Hey, Bulls. they they got me. Gosh, February, March, whenever. But when Lonzo was still playing, and we yeah. had, had him, it was like, man, we're yeah, it's like unstoppable. We're, yeah, and then Lonzo was like, oh, which by hurt. By the way, good work to the Chicago Bulls YouTube page for releasing these highlight packages that they've been releasing over the past couple of weeks, where you just have all of the highlights of everything that Zach Levine dunked for the entire season right there on their page. Every single game-winning shot DeMar DeRozan had in the fourth. <laughs> yeah. Right there, like a six-minute video package. Yeah, man. Uh, Lonzo and his uh, crazy passes. Yeah. Right there, 11-minute video package. Lonzo in PT, you know. Yeah, was, and uh, Patrick Will, uh, Williams and all of his going off this season where yeah. he went off a couple times. So it's really good. Ayo Dusumu's on there. I think he oh, has yeah. one. So He has to be. So I, I recommend Sumo, checking out their page and viewing those if you want to get an idea of why we were so hype about this Chicago yeah. Bulls team before the injuries took over. Absolutely. That was a fun team to watch. Yeah. And it will be this next year. It too. will. I, I'm keeping the faith. I have a lot of uh, high hopes that signing Zach Levine is the right thing to do, yeah. that it's going to motivate him and – you know, we're brighter and bigger bigger things next year. It's going to be a tough road to get to that championship yeah. through the Eastern Conference, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, I've yeah, not heard any of the pundits give Chicago any love whatsoever. It's all about the the Celtics, yeah. the New uh, Nets, the 76ers. It's all about the Bucks. Bucks. It's these teams. Hey, Nobody mentions the Chicago Bucks at all. Bucks are still 
Still, I mean, don't get Middleton's me wrong. Middleton's going to be healthy next year, so yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Bucks are still going to be a huge problem next year. I mean, like, look, the fact that they didn't make it any further than they did has a lot to do with uh, the any given night complex, and along with Chris Middleton's injury. injury yeah. Because, you know, Chris Middleton adds a lot of points to the board. I think Chris Middleton's healthy. They pass or the Celtics yeah. don't get past the Bucks. I agree. Speaking of Chris Middleton was in that movie we talked about earlier. He was. Yeah. You should listen to the Hoot Hub show um, if you want to know about that. Anyway. Yeah, might want to hustle to it. I see what you did there. It's good. It's good. Uh, so the Warriors won in six. They did. They won in six. And, and um, it sounds like they heard everything that anybody ever said about yeah. them. Yeah. And that's, that's how they play. And I really think that Steph was sitting in his living room with a camera on him, you know, and he was like, and I took that personally. <laughs> oh, this uh, Last Dance documentary that this, <laughs> this uh, Warriors team's going to yeah. have to be fire. Oh, yeah. But, uh, you know, we, we talk a lot about the, the four championships, right? <clears throat> uh, KD got MVP. Um, yeah. League MVP and, and finals MVP, right? In yeah. 2017, 18, 17? 17 to 18, and then Iguodala got the one before KD was on the team. Right. So that's all fine and good, but Steph has won league MVP before. Yes, but he's never two won. Two times. Yeah. Three, but two, three, two, two, two times. Two, two time. Yeah, twice. Uh, but he's never won finals MVP, but he did this time. So that's, yes. that's special. And it I know adds that, that probably means. legacy, yeah. It does. And like, for. And, and I know that if C. Wayne hears this, he's going to just try to have a pop. fit. But, like, there's no arguing Steph Curry's greatness. There's just, there's just not. You can't argue that. His shooting ability, his overwhelming ability to control his team is, is really special. Yeah. Um, he, he knows how to get those guys hype. He knows how to bring them back down, you know, to be like, hey, yo, keep your feet on the ground. We still got work to do. I, I just, like, Steph Curry is – Okay, okay. Uh, I, I see where you're getting with this. In this case, I do want to have this conversation with you. We've okay. talked about it earlier this week. Yeah. Has Steph Curry, with this win, put himself in your top 10 greatest NBA players of all time list? Because that top 10 list is pretty solidified yeah. for almost everybody, and yeah. it's hard to break that. Yeah. Now, does this push him past a Tim Duncan? Does this push him past an Akeem Olajuwon? Does this move him past Wilt Chamberlain on your list? Yeah, I, yeah, it really does. Because uh, this Steph is Curry, four rings, this is MVPs, this, this is the is, numbers yeah, that he's put th- up. Th- this is the, the, the best player to, to do it when it comes down to shooting three-pointers. This is, uh, yeah, absolutely. Steph Curry is definitely my top ten greatest players of all time. If you look at the statistical advantage that the uh, – Golden State Warriors have when he is in their roster versus yeah. without. He is a, a specifically him himself is accountable for thirty eight percent more victories than they get yeah. when he is not in their roster. Well, and I do I, like this particular set of finals uh, for me. And, and I say this kind of stuff like I'm a Dubs fan, and I'm I'm just really not. I'm not I'm not a Warriors fan. I'm a Bulls fan. But yeah. um, this team is special. Um, their core is special. Draymond Green is special and Clay is a Thompson, part of it. Thompson, Draymond Green, yeah, and, and, Steph and Steph Curry. Curry. The, those guys, they have, what they have is special. They know oh, how to work off oh, of each other. Andre Iguodala. 
Can't forget him. He hey, is for, a part of this team. Yeah, he is. He is. And, you know, Iguodala um, was the one holding it down before they got KD. Exactly. You know, and he brought in that veteran leadership that yep. Steph at a young age did not have right. before he matured into being that. Yeah. So you've got Steph Curry, you know, uh, okay, let me, let me set this up first. We've heard it from my nephew. We've heard it from several people, and it's been a big-time debate. Are the Warriors – can the Warriors do it without KD? Well, we finally got the answer to that. Yeah. You know, Steph Curry won with the Warriors before KD. Yeah. He won with the Warriors with KD. Twice, yeah. And he's won without KD. Yes, he has. So um, let's talk about leadership on that team, okay? And, and honestly, and look, man, this ain't even – I'm even trying to just like – dog Boston, but we need to talk about the, the leadership on Golden State and the lack thereof on Boston. And I'm telling you who it starts with is the main man, okay? Number 25 himself, Coach Steve Kerr. The man has four, or excuse me, has five championship rings as a player mm-hmm. and has four as a coach. Yes. And we're not talking about how this guy's a Hall of Fame coach. We're not talking about how this dude is could possibly one of the best coaches. Yeah, of all the best. Time. Yeah, the best coach to ever do it because of his overwhelming knowledge of the game. Well, there's a lot of people that uh, have been trying over a number of years to try to give credit to Mark Jackson yeah. for that Golden State Warriors run because Mark Jackson was a part of that general sure, management, yeah, absolutely. and he was part of that uh, coaching staff that drafted these guys that, along with the ownership, moved forward with progressing them. However, he got them to a plateau and couldn't get them over it yeah. when they let him go and brought in Steve Kerr. The rest is history. I mean, obviously, we're still climbing. Four in you seven know. years, isn't that what it is? Yeah. Four in the past seven years. Four, that, that's not four trips. Yeah. That's four championships. Yeah, they've been there seven four times years. than that. They've got, forgot about the loss to yeah, LeBron. Yeah, they had a loss in 2016 and to LeBron. Uh, 2018 to the Toronto Raptors, and then there's a yeah. loss to the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers. Yeah. So, yeah. They, Wait, it was to, yeah, yeah, because it was Kevin Love and LeBron. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, was, the biggest uh, collapse in basketball history. The Warriors pulled off yeah. what the uh, New York Yankees were able to do before them. <laughs> yeah. Just choke. Yeah, it's like what, what the type of lead that can only be blown by the New York Yankees. Anyway, we're still Yankees fans. Yeah. And they're killing it this year, bro. They are an unstoppable. We'll, we'll see how things look in like September. But <laughs> But as of right now, I don't see it going anywhere because they're they are maintaining this longevity, and Aaron Judge is like the reincarnate of God. I don't even know. Name insert your slugger here. Yeah, any of them. Whoever your favorite one is, that's Slam and Sammy, Big Mac, Barry Bonds, King Griffey. Just insert your slugger here because he's just driving them out of the ballpark. That's right. That's right. I'll even stay with a Yankee, Jason Giambi. That dude was a. Slugger. Uh, especially in that uh, short right field. Yeah. <laughs> and he knew exactly how to get it there. Yeah. He's like, all I got to do is hit on this side of the bat right here. Watch yeah, this. I'm a, left, I'm a left-handed hitter. Yep. Right there. Yep. We're good. <laughs> all I got to do is just, and it's gone. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, stay in the NBA for a minute. We'll talk baseball. Um, so, yeah, the Warriors won. And, okay, so you have been a busy little bee on our Facebook with all your memes. <laughs> and I'm sorry. 
that one of Jason Tatum texting Kobe, I got you today. And the response from Kobe being, lose my number. <laughs> it's just like, oh, no. I think I shared that before game six. You did. I was like, oh, no. Which, you know, I've looking back on this, I feel really bad for Jason Tatum because he professed his love for Kobe Bryant, which is, for whatever reason, he did what he did, and he's professed it out there, so he's open game to be ridiculed and mocked. Yeah. But... He didn't lose that entirely. All them turnovers, damn sure, didn't help. Yeah. But the rest of his team also had just as much of a hand in that loss, in that loss of that championship as he did. Sure. Now, he's taking a brunt of it because of, you know, he's the face of the franchise. Yeah, he's he's he's, Jason Tatum. And he said these things. And also, when when you're the face of the franchise, they're going to hang with you with the losses and they're going to blame the losses or with the wins and they're going to blame the losses on you as well. So you got to take the good with the bad. You are their hero and their villain. Exactly. So I've been vilifying him by having a lot of fun at his expense. Do I still think he's one of the best 10 players in the league? Absolutely. But in the current league, yeah, in the current league, yeah, absolutely. I'm, yeah, I'm with but, that 100%. But he, young man, still has he's 25 years old, yeah. he's got room to grow. Yeah, hopefully, this isn't one and done. Yeah. But I have also listened over the past course of uh, the since the Warriors have won, it's got me thinking. Everybody always thinks I'm young, I'm gonna be back. Yeah, what about the ones that don't get back? Yeah, yeah, well, Allen Iverson thought he was gonna win two or three. What about Chris Paul? Yeah. What about CP3? I mean, he was there last year. What about Reggie Miller? What about, oh, man, what about Reg, man? Meta World Peace ruined that for him, bro. They were on. They, I have no doubt that they would have won that championship. But, they were bro, so good, That man. was such a cosmic shift whenever that happened. Because that the Pistons, and the Pistons did what the Pistons did. They used it to their advantage. People don't talk about that, that that Indiana Pacers team got gutted. Yeah. Absolutely. When those suspensions came down, which they should have, we've seen the documentary. Yeah, absolutely. You, all Ron, those people earned Ron their Ron Artest, Ron Artest, <laughs> Jermaine O'Neal, uh, Stephen Jackson. All but, of these uh, guys deserve those suspensions. However, but Jermaine O'Neal never team. recovered. He never recovered. No, his career never. Like Ron Artest went to the Lakers, changed his name to Meta World Peace, won a ring, won a ring. Jermaine O'Neal never recovered, and like he. I think even look, Steven Jackson like caught on somewhere and yeah. may have got a ring. Like, oh, Jermaine O'Neal was was the was one of the tragic stories of that Reggie would have been the other tragic tragic. That story was truly because, his last chance. Yeah, to that was his last chance to win a ring. Reggie Miller is one of the best to ever play the game. If you want to talk about top ten all time, Reg is in my top ten of all yeah, time. Yeah, look what he did with an Indiana Pacers team that didn't really I, have anything bro, else around. The him. Indiana Scrubs featuring Reggie Miller. Yeah, that, that's what you had, and you, he he could Rick Smiths, damn yeah. good center. But yeah, but like they yeah. were look, they had the Davis brothers, the yeah. Allen and Dale. Yeah. yeah, but the way I looked at that Pacers team is like you had Antonio a, Davis. Excuse me. You had a, a a bunch of really like pretty pieces, right? They're just not to the same puzzle, so they weren't going to fit together. Mm-mm. And Reg still somehow was like, all right, just get the glue. Yeah. You know, just get the glue and give the scissors. Me, we're going to make this work. Give me Mark Jackson and yeah. get me someone that can give me some rebounds. Yeah, man. I'll take the rest. It's like, <laughs> we got you this guy. Hey, Ron, come in here. I want you to meet Reggie Miller. Well, you got to remember, <laughs> look at this from a Bulls standpoint. Because yeah. Ron Artest was drafted to be a Chicago Bull. I know. And Ron Artest had all of the potential in the world because in the beginning of his career, 
while we knew he was going to be a perennial defensive player of the year, yeah. he could score the ball. And he yeah. was remarkable as an offensive scorer as well as a defender. A he was one of the force. best two-way player in yeah. the league when the Absolutely. Bulls drafted well, him. He was like, when the Bulls drafted him, I think it was like, hey, this guy's like Rodman, if like Rodman was any good on yeah, offense. Yeah, we're getting Scottie Pippen is what yeah, we thought. Yeah, exactly. Best two-way player that we could possibly get for the value. Turns out, though, he's a little bit of a head case, to say the <laughs> yeah, least. Yeah, you know, and that, you know... Wanted to do uh, rap albums and everything else, so they ended up cutting bait and, and letting him go. And probably yeah. for the best. Yeah, it turns out that he needed to to do some growing himself before he could get to where he was a championship level contributor. But gosh, it, it just sucks that it happened to Reggie Miller because yeah, Reggie really deserved does, a ring. Man. Reggie did because, like, to this day, you see Reggie Miller, and you're like, "Sorry, Reg." We, we as we as Americans failed you, man. You should have had a ring. I'm yeah, sorry, I was bro. listening to Dan Patrick's radio show earlier this week, and he had uh, Reggie on there because they were talking about the Warriors winning. Oh, for real? And he asked the question, you know, you're one of those people that has famously ended your legacy not having a ring, and how that affects this greatest of all time talk. And yeah. Reggie was very honest and sincere. It's like, yeah, absolutely. I can't be in that discussion because I don't have the hardware to back it up. Man, that's and but it's sad because he's got everything else to All back the up. other talent was there. And yeah, and then point blank, he had, Dan asked him, would you cut off your pinkies for a ring? <laughs> and he says, I wouldn't have needed my pinky to make it. didn't affect my shot. You don't yeah. need your pinky in your yeah. shot. Yeah, give me one of them, man. So <laughs> like, that, that is the level of competitor that, that Reggie Miller was, though. Yeah. He would have sacrificed a digit to win a championship. And that's the kind of guy you want on your team. Yeah, absolutely, man. Reggie, dude. Since we're in the world of the NBA, let's talk about some of these uh, pretty wild trade talks we've heard of, which, I mean, pretty much we've been keeping you updated on them every week, but, like, it's all come back to the same uh, hypothesis that we had was that it's all just a, a big uh, dog and pony show. We figured Zach was going to re-sign with the Bulls and get a max contract. Yeah. And it's, it's looking like now we're looking at a two, 212 over five, I think. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, over $200 million, which he's yeah. getting his max contract, and it's yeah. over five years, so they're going to lock him down long term. Yes. And it sounds as if it's all but confirmed that he's going to sign as soon as he can in free agency, so it should be like July 1st. Sweet. So Sweet. as soon as he can, he's going to sign, and then the Bulls can move forward where the rest of the structuring of this team is going to go as far as the, the bench. So... I know that we have this – it feels like we have this same conversation every week because you and I are, are Bulls fans. Like, But do it, it looks like they're going to stick with Patrick Williams now. Yes. They, so, it seems like they've committed to him at least long-term for the, the project that he is. Right. They're still focused on that project because he in their end game, he is the starting power forward yeah. for the Chicago Bulls. Which I, I think – I think at some point you 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 do have to say okay you know what, we're we're going to invest in somebody I don't and I, please understand I, I don't mean this as any kind of like disrespect towards Patrick Williams because like this dude came out and he did his job yeah um, I just don't know if Patrick Williams is who I'm investing my time in though you know what I mean I think my worry is that we thought we were getting Kawhi Leonard yeah and we're getting Christian Feliciano yeah. <laughs> And, and yeah, okay. That's actually a pretty good comparison. Like I was like, uh, yeah. Yeah, as a as a Bulls fan, you know that name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
So anyway, uh, yeah, that that's kind of what we're we're not wanting that, and we're gonna have to make a decision now if you're gonna extend that rookie contract past when there's been nothing that he's really shown that's on the a, but, court. But that's the whole thing. Like we're we're in a uh, he had like a 38 point game that was good. Uh, yeah, but I mean, whenever like it, if it was consistent. I'll be like, oh yeah, dang man! But you know, if you know, you're getting. I eight feel point if he was games. more aggressive, it would be better. But yeah, he seems but I mean, he's he's pretty content passive. with eight point games. You know what I mean? Eight eight point six rebounds. And yeah, which I mean, don't get me wrong. The, like when you've got the six rebounds to back up your eight points, and you know, you might have a steal, you uh, might have a block or something. You know. Like yeah, I mean, your stat line doesn't look that bad, but it's, but if when you watch Patrick Williams play, it feels like there's no fire in his gut. He kind of feels like he's like do the things that you need someone to do, the dirty work to get a championship. I, I need 91, okay? 91 needs to be on the floor. I don't care what number you wear. If you're the power forward, you're now 91, okay? You're going to have to play that kind. I want you to punch somebody in the stomach. I want you to stand on their feet. I want you to do something. I want the Chicago Bulls to trade P-Will or whomever and get Thibel or someone like that who is a more dependable defender because we're not getting that out of P-Will. Now, Thibel's a, a small forward, so it's yeah. not going to fill the power forward position. Right, but, but, I'm but just I get saying what you're saying. Yeah, you, you just want to get someone who's going to play some. At this point, that dude would be great because Patrick Williams doesn't play defense. Vooch doesn't play defense. Yeah, that, uh, that's know. the problem is we're not getting DeAndre Ayton. He's yeah. not going to happen. We've missed no. that one. We're not going to get Christian Wood. We nope. missed that one. He's we're, signing with Dallas. I'm, I'm telling you right now that – what I think needs to happen in the world of Chicago Bulls is like, okay, it's time to just, you know, we've we've missed the bus. So now we're going to have to invest time and like, okay, you need to get stronger. You need to get yeah. more aggressive. You need to do this. You need to do that. If you don't do this, then when your contract's up, you are done here. And, you know, obviously that's always the, the deal is you do your job or you get let go, but... I don't know, man. I'm just like, we need defense and we need a good power forward, we, but we need them for this season coming in. Yes, that's the that's the issue, I think, is are they going to pick that person up in the draft? There's a chance because I think sure. we're looking at like an 18 overall well, draft pick, 19, 18, 19. So, I have a theory. Um, there is a young man out of the University of Arkansas who has entered the draft and is picked probably to go somewhere uh, in the first round. They figured probably in between 16 and 22. Yeah, if not late first round, if we're talking about the same person here. Yeah, um, he would fill this spot that we're talking about real well. He's uh, he's a very good defender. He's a very uh, high IQ player. Uh, his name, of course, is from Fort Smith, Arkansas. He is Jalen Williams. Mm-hmm. Um, he is on the Chicago Bulls big board. He yes. is on their mock draft as a person yes. that they have looked at. And I, I hope that they really put some look into him. Uh, just just because uh, I think J-Will replacing P-Will is, uh, is actually a, a good fit for Chicago. And I think that Jalen Williams could really elevate that team. I, I agree with you. Now, I know we're homers from this sense. Sure. But I'll tell you where I think they're going. EJ Liddell, I think that's who they're drafting. I, uh, yeah, probably. I, I probably so. I'm hoping. I, I really, really. I want him. I want him to take the bet on on Jalen. I yeah. do, and it's a. Home I think cooking. it would pay off for for both Jalen and for Chicago. Yes, it is home cooking. However, I, the reason I say this though, and I say this with the most 
of esteem to the Chicago Bulls, you know, most all due respect. Yeah. They've given up on Daniel Gafford. Yeah. They've given up on uh, uh, Bobby Portis. Portis. Yeah. They, they keep giving up on these power forwards yeah. that are out of the University of Arkansas. Who yeah. Then when they let them go, they go on and prove. They gave up on uh, Porter, who isn't uh, a member of the Chicago or uh, Razorbacks. Arkansas Razorbacks. But, but still, they gave up, uh, gave up on Otto Porter. They and have now, this history yeah. of giving up on these power forwards yeah. too soon. And it doesn't make any sense. Dan Gafford, like, when they traded him, uh, obviously not this past yeah. season but the Two season before ago. and he played with the bulls all the way up until the trade deadline before you know playoffs and everything yeah. started he got traded to dc and he's now still he's, there he's a backup and, to porzingis yeah point. exactly he's backing up christoph porzingis and he's getting a lot of minutes and he's doing a good job yeah but that size could be very beneficial on a roster that's very undersized yeah I mean, maybe a roster that has a power forward who's six foot four, a power forward who's six foot five, and a power forward who's six foot seven. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know if there's any teams like that out there. I don't know. Doesn't seem like there'd be a professional franchise that would have a power forward lineup that small. But uh, sounds like it's made up. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah, I know that. But I'm the one piece away i mean they're obviously a whole bench away sure, you're gonna have your, sure, your solid sure. bench of guys that can come in and play yeah but i feel like with caruso with donsumu yeah with these guys that come in and get these minutes off the bench you just have to have the right big guys to fill in those yep. gaps because vooch can't be your one yep. and only big right so this whole all the talk of rudy gobert obviously we i, I don't feel like the bulls can afford that right now um but I gotta be honest. Do you even think Gobert would be a good fit with with Vooch? They would no. They would trade. They'd have to get rid of Vooch to make it work. But I think uh, Let, let's just say a hypothetical in a perfect world that they, you could have your core, your 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 core three there, uh, and then um, somehow man, manage to keep Vooch. Yeah. Somehow. Okay. So let's say you've got Lonzo. You've got uh, uh, Levine, DeRozan, Vooch, and Gobert. I just, I mean, but if you say that's possible, you could, and I know that you so, can't. So but, if we move, but do you think those two could even work together down and, and and make something happen on the blocks? It would be a change in uh, Vooch's mindset, is what it yeah. would take, because he can take it to the perimeter, and there are times where he settles for a lot of perimeter shots. Yeah, and that's one thing I can't stand. The problem, you're I a think, giant. I think the problem where you run into though is that you're going to have no inside threat offensively whatsoever. He's just taking up space down there yeah and it's going to mess with your spacing for your other big yeah and vooch is just going to also be like you said last week two giraffes fighting yeah yeah it's just going to be giraffes in a neck bumping into each other a lot and then we're back to where we were where it's going to come down to demar Derozan settling for a jump shot or zach levine forcing a three yeah and we're talking about forcing one zach Better shot selections another key, but I think, and I'm a, <laughs> Lonzo Ball. Lonzo yeah, yeah, Ball Lonzo. is a is a key. He is man because Lonzo's dangerous. No matter where he is, very on the underrated. Floor. Yeah. He is one of the few point guards that remain in the NBA. And I'm here to tell you right now, I understand there's a lot of hype, and and Lonzo has been injured, but I'm here to tell you right now, I do not think Lamelo is better than Lonzo. Really, I I I truly believe that, and I'm hoping that whenever Lonzo comes out this season, 
Notice how there's already yeah. a hopeful there. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> that the he actually injury, plays. Yeah, the injury has still got us uh, yeah, nervous. So I'm hoping that he's able to play, and when he does, he comes out and plays to his, his full potential. Because I, you have to understand, Melo really started shining once Lonzo wasn't. You know what I'm saying? You remember like early Lonzo ball on the Lakers? It was kind of like, dang, dude, this kid's got something. I say that like it's been so long ago, but but still, yeah. you know what I mean? Like you were like, okay, this kid's got it. And he got hurt, and then next thing you know, you're like, oh, there's another one. Oh, yeah, yeah. there's LaMelo ball. He plays for Charlotte. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow, he's really good. Yeah, and then. Oh, he's really good. You know, I mean, that's kind of how you felt. And again, people forget. Then they're like, oh, we can get LeBron James. Okay, let's get LeBron James. What, LeBron doesn't want to play with Lonzo or Brandon Ingram? (laughs) Okay, we'll just send them off to New Orleans. (laughs) God. For real. I cannot believe that. And then I guess, uh, of course, I, I guess that it wasn't the fact that nobody wanted to play with yeah. Alex Caruso. It's the fact that nobody wanted to fight for Alex Caruso. That they didn't see the value there. They, well, we see it in Chicago. It's the same thing that, God, I can't remember who it is, that it was someone who had an opportunity to play on the Warriors, re-signed with the Warriors, and he didn't re-sign with the Warriors. He went to Los Angeles, Baysmore. It was oh, okay. Bazemore. Bazemore yeah. had an opportunity to remain being a role player coming off the bench for the Golden State Warriors. And he said, no, I'm going to go to Los Angeles where I have an opportunity to play and win a championship because it's not going to happen in Golden State. Yeah. Whoops. Where are you at now, Bazemore? Uh, you're in Los Angeles where... I don't yeah. see you guys win a championship again next year. Uh, well, I mean, you know, I guess I'm going to go ahead and say that that's not... At all going to happen. I mean, the Lakers you can get a motivated right Anthony Davis, that's a huge if, because he's already admitted he plays more Call of Duty in Grand Theft Auto than he's picked up a basketball this offseason. Yeah, it's crazy. But it's LeBron can't do it by himself. He, and, and, you know, and this is, this is legitimately a question, because everyone knows I'm not a LeBron fan. Okay, I get it. But uh, this is a legitimate question. Do you think that... Uh, that seems kind of obvious. Um, I mean, do you think LeBron is a big part of the problem with with keeping quality there? Do you think he has too hard of a time sharing spotlight or anything like that? I mean, uh, and this is legitimately asking, not just being a jerk about it. I think what it is is it comes down to the demand that he – it's like playing with a Michael Jordan or a coach. Yeah, you think he just You're, demands the that demand, you play on my yes, level. The I'm not coming level, down there to you. And you have to run with him, or if you're not going to be able to run with him, he's going to cut you as soon as he can. Yeah, but there's also he makes so much money yeah. that you can only get so much talent to play with you because with Davis and Westbrook, yeah, and, you, and LeBron, <laughs> their contracts alone yeah. is a basketball team. Yeah, so there's <laughs> that. Well, we've got like four people here, man. Like, I'm gonna try out for the Lakers next year. They'll be like, "Who's this guy?" I'll be like, "Hey, how you doing?" Hey, it's the issue that the Chicago Bulls will run into once they re-sign uh, Levine, because yeah. then you have a, three guys with huge contracts and four if you count Vooch, but he's the last year. Yeah. So, do you think they'll keep Vooch after no. this year? I don't either. <laughs> I don't think they'll catch. Uh, I don't think they'll keep Vooch, and I think if they're successful, Demar will extend his contract. If they have another year like last year, this year, Demar is not long for us either. That, that's what I don't. I, I, you think, you I think if he I, has another season like the one he just had, you don't think he'll stay? I think or he, you don't think that they'll resign him. I, I think they will want to resign him. I don't think he will want to stay because I think he sees that he is to, to the part of his career, the latter part of his career, yeah. 
to where it's not going to be his team anymore. True. And unless he can accept the fact that it's going to be Zach Levine's team. But at the same time, where would he go? Where would he go to have a team? You know, would what be I'm whoever has an opening at that point in that offseason. Yeah, he would end up going to. He'd end up going someplace. Washington. Yeah, he'd end up going to play for the they, Wizards. They don't re-sign Bradley Bill. They signed Demar Derozan. Yeah, it, he'll end up going to a Wizards or to a uh, Thunder. You know, a, a, the, the Thunder would be honestly where I yeah, would where him. he could go and he could be a star up until he <laughs> quietly accepted retirement and went about his business. Yeah, I don't know. It's just a, a prediction there. I don't think it will happen. I think the Bulls will be a contender next year. I do too. Because I don't, I don't see the injury bug hitting them that way two years God, in a row. God, it would be hard to. I mean, you got to be the unluckiest franchise in professional sports if you right? get plagued the way the Bulls did twice in a, like two seasons straight. Yeah. It's over with. Yeah, I mean, technically okay, Golden okay, State. I say, yeah, but Golden State was just plagued Thompson. With, yeah. yeah. Two years People, worth of injuries. Yeah, again, we're bringing it back full circle, and, and we can go from wherever we're going to go from here. But 15 and 50 last year. Yeah. But see, that's the whole thing. Is like That's an argument I've heard is like the 15 and 50 season that Golden State had last year coming to be champions this year. I'm like, okay, but you can't really give it this whole most improved team rhetoric, and I'll tell you why. They weren't the same team. If you if you don't have a Steph Curry and a Clay Thompson on the floor, you don't have the no. Golden State Dubs. No, you just don't. No, you have. I mean, you got the Golden State Warriors, and, and they are doing their best. If we go back through time, you also have to remember that Curry got hurt during that period too. So that's they what were, I was saying. Like both, yeah, both of them were out. Yeah, the fifteen and fifty season, they didn't have Curry. They didn't have Clay. No, Clay. Clay's been out for two years. Yes. <laughs> Steph was out for – he played, I think, uh, 10 games in uh, that season, and then he was out the rest of the season. Again, that's what I'm saying. This uh, Last Dance documentary for the Golden State Warriors is going to be fire. I'm, I'm telling you, man. I'm excited. Just Draymond Green alone is worth <laughs> price of admission. <laughs> Just Draymond and all his wild stuff. <laughs> I still think it's so great that the Golden State Warriors are so petty. Like, as soon as they won Bro. the championship, Clay's calling out Memphis Grizzlies players. Yeah. Draymond and the, the whole team are chanting F Draymond in their celebration in yeah. the back. Yeah. Uh, Steph Curry said, nobody thought we were going to be here. How, what does this do for my legacy? What do you mean, what does this do for my legacy? Yeah. It, it, they're just so petty. Yeah. So petty. And it's like, bro, you have been marked a dynasty yeah. You can't both be a dynasty and an underdog at the same <laughs> yeah, time. Like, but we is. <laughs> I'm like, no, maybe. I don't know what's happening in that, Golden State. The Golden right? State Warriors were the third favored team to win the NBA championship yeah. after the championship game last year. So. Yeah. Somebody uh, Yeah, knew. I would say. So I don't know if you can really go underdog. But dynasty team, absolutely. Absolutely. And absolutely. Curry, without a doubt, has cemented his legacy as he's one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. Now, where he falls on that list is always going to be subjective, but he's got time to keep it growing. Yeah, that's right. I mean, the, you weren't hearing people saying, uh, who's better, LeBron James or Stephen Curry, but you're starting to hear that conversation now. Yeah. That's... That's a, to me, that's a little more accurate of a, of a comparison, though, because like they're playing at the same time. It's easier to make the comparison, but it's still, it's like, it's comparing apples to oranges. It is. Because gameplay is this so This is different. where I get to, and my wife asked me this this morning. She says, okay, you guys and your LeBron James, uh, 
you know, Michael Jordan will always be the GOAT, and it's going to take a lot to ever take that away from you. And you won't even give it to LeBron James. And as remarkable right. as his numbers are, his stats right. for his freaking career, you can't yeah. give it to him. He, he said, what is it going to take? I said, you want to know what it's going to take? It's going to take someone winning seven championships yeah. and never losing one. Yeah. That's right. And along with all the other accolades yeah. of scoring titles and whatever. Yeah, exactly. But it's going to take someone winning yeah. seven championships yeah. and not losing a finals. Yeah. Never, never once did Michael Jordan enter the finals and not walk out a winner. Yeah. So, you know, there's that. There's that. He didn't choke away a series to the Cavs and have them come back and win. Yeah, exactly. He didn't have to jump teams to three different teams to try to win a championship. Yeah. And, you know, LeBron, the, the argument can be made for LeBron that <laughs> – he went uh, to different teams, but he, he won championships with each team. Uh, so, I mean, you, you know, that can be put on to LeBron's accomplishments. I think that that's pretty cool. You know, he can, he's proven that he can join a team and make it that yeah. great. And that's, that's awesome. I don't know. You just, I guess what it comes down to for me is simple. You're not Michael Jordan. So that's what it is. You want to, you want to know what it comes down to me. It comes down to me whenever there was the announcement. And he took the time to have Jim Gray sit down at a Boys and Girls Club and make the announcement of where he was, quote-unquote, taking his talents. Yeah. And not going to win one, not going to win two, not going to win three, not going to win four, not going to win yeah. five, not going to win six, not yeah. going to win seven, going to win eight championships with the Miami Heat because yeah. it's big three. Yeah. It's like, first of all, Michael Jordan never had to fucking leave Chicago <laughs> yeah. and go join a superstar team. He's like, I had one. one. I got white boys on deck. I got John Paxton hitting Jed game Bushler, Tony Kukoc, yeah, Luke I'm, Longley, Bill I'm, Whittington. I've got Steve John Kerr. Paxton. Yeah. Do I need to keep going? Yeah, we had we, we had white boys on deck and they were hitting game winners. <laughs> 1997, I, I remember the coach of the Golden State Warriors, Will Steve Kerr, you know, he says, so many. he says, well, I just knew I was going to have to bail Michael out again. You know, that was probably one of the finest moments. It's of, funny. It's funny. Anyway. I remember watching that when he did that. Too, I do too, I, man. I can remember it. It was just awesome. Because I didn't know Steve Kerr had personality as a kid. And it's like, oh, look, he's funny. <laughs> he looks like. Like whenever, yeah, well, yeah, but like I was like, this like dude's like, like white if we told bread, somebody like, we were in the NBA, yeah, they'd be like, okay, it's like sure you are. Drugs testing for drugs. Oh man, okay, let's let's move off the NBA. There's not really much going on NFL. Deshaun Watson's caught another case, but you know that's I, at this point. Yeah. Like, that, that didn't even surprise me when they're like, how many is that, dude? And, and uh, for some reason, Cleveland's still trading Baker Mayfield. <laughs> for real. That's how much they, they hate they Baker. hate Baker Mayfield. They're like, oh, we'll deal with this guy who's getting all these <laughs> or whatever and all these. <laughs> He's getting all these, like, sexual misconduct yes. uh, alleged uh, al- or allegations. All these, all these allegations from all they're these They're like, masseuses. yeah, you know what? We, we want him more than we want Baker. God. I was like, how... How big of an do you have to be, Baker Mayfield, for the Browns to hate you so much that they'll take someone who is going to be potentially convicted of a sex crime? Suspended, what's the rumor, 85 games? Isn't that like the rumor? It's like something stupid like that. And they're like, yeah, we'll take him. Get rid of Baker. Done with him. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, Baker, so that's Baker, not... touchdown, Baker. Yeah, golly. So the NFL's on one, so we're just going to leave it alone for... You know, let it cool down. Yeah, the let it marinate a little. Preseason will be starting up here in the next month or so. Um, 
what is it the end of July or end of no, it's the end of July. We'll start seeing the uh, all American stuff like yeah. that, right? The Hall of Fame game, Hall of Fame game. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. That's what I was trying to say. Thank you. Uh, so, uh, King David of the Van Horn tribe uh, has got the pigs in Omaha once again. So we've been there seven times, uh, I believe they said, or is it eleven? I don't remember. I lose count at this time. I know that. I, th- I think DVH has been there 11 times, I think seven times with Arkansas. However, the Arkansas Razorbacks still have never been able to claim the title. We were one out away. Carson Shetty, I'm talking to you uh, from having a World Series back in 2018, but the uh, infamous blown catch lost us the series. Uh, we were hoping not to see it again, but hey, we're up and moving. We took on Stanford in our very first matchup. Uh, and that was yesterday, or for those of you who are hearing this, uh, well, I don't know, tomorrow or yeah. Tuesday? Yeah. All right. So, yeah, it was on Saturday. It was this past Saturday. We played Stanford, uh, and Timber, the Redwood, comes down. We uh, had a commanding win of 17-2. to two. Connor Nolan, who is uh, my wife's cousin, uh, the starting pitcher, uh, he played just like he should. That guy, it, it, he's a dude, man. He was throwing heat. Just looking good. Had a great game. Absolutely fantastic. Um, just just a fun game to watch, man. We like the bats were cracking. We, we're just he's we're hitting dingers, man. Lanzilli cranked one out. It's uh, it come at this point. It happens so frequently, and it's just it's an expectation that the Razorbacks are going to play this well. Yeah, but we're ready for them to finally take that next yeah. step to yeah, cement. Man. Dave Van Horn cement what we already know, and that's that the Arkansas Razorback baseball program is, if not the best, one of the best in the country. Absolutely, hands and down, perennial, well, perennial uh, contenders. Yeah, exactly. We're we're there all the time. Like last year, we lost out first round to NC State. Um, that was a heartbreaker, man. Um, but you know that was one of those any given days. You know, we won the first game like nineteen to one. And then the next two games, we lost them like we didn't score again. We used up all of our bats in the first game. I was like, well, great. Anyway, neither here nor there. Um, so we move on. We play Ole Miss. Uh, as, as always in the College World Series, there's uh, more than one SEC team. Because uh, in the SEC, it means more. <laughs> Please don't sue me, ESPN. Anyway, uh, that is like the SEC network slogan. Just means more. Um, Anyway, so we play Ole Miss uh, Monday night, tomorrow night at uh, 6 o'clock, and uh, we're just hoping to pull it out again. How many, uh, how many more uh, opponents until championship? Uh, I believe Ole Miss. Ole Miss is it? I, I, I believe so. Let me, let me double check that. Yeah, I haven't checked the playoff bracket in a bit. Okay, so – oh, no, no, no. I, I am so sorry. We uh, – we have several games left. Uh, if I could get this. To, there we go. Okay. So we will play Ole Miss tomorrow. Uh, we will take on the winner of Stanford and Auburn. Uh, <laughs> notice how I, I said we just cruise past. Ole Miss is a hot team right now. I don't, I don't want to give anyone the impression that I'm not showing respect, especially in such a superstitious game. Yeah, we're okay. in the Ole Miss, World Series, yeah. so this is, everybody's got a chance. Yeah, Ole Miss is 
hot right now, too. I'm talking, uh, the only thing I'm hoping is that they have gotten so hot that they're white hot and they're about to burn out. Yeah. Because uh, if not, Ole Miss is going to be a problem, okay? Uh, and, and look, man, we're, we're not dealing with scrubs out here either. I mean, uh, OU uh, will be taking on Notre Dame, uh, and that will be tonight. Uh, that, that game is actually probably already over. Um, Texas A&M and Texas will play. That was today, so it hasn't been updated. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, all I know is we take on Ole Miss tomorrow, then we're probably going to move on to Stanford to play to replay Stanford again, um, and that that yeah. could be another dangerous Texas matchup. Texas A and M beat Texas ten to two. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Texas was like the most ass team to be in the College World Series. Oklahoma's beating Notre Dame currently. That doesn't surprise me either. Notre Dame uh, was heating up, but they they really in that Texas game. It was apparent that they were uh, losing steam. How about that? That's how about that? How about yep. that? All right. So that's. Uh, I mean, that's pretty much all I got. Because speaking I don't... of losing steam, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of losing steam, there we're talking about me. I want to bring out one more baseball factoid uh, from the week um, because I am. A, I'm a baseball fan. I'm a Yankees fan, but I'm a baseball fan, and my uh, my parents. You know, for the region that we live in, my parents happen to be St. Louis Cardinals fans, which most people are. I have no problem giving props to this man, though. Yadier Molina, one of the greatest catchers to play the game. Like, yeah, he's been doing it for so long. Golly, I mean, he's he was a, catching when we were we yeah, were. Yeah, man, kids. he's uh, he's a vet, bro. He's been in it. And uh, so earlier this week, Yadier Molina got his fourteen thousandth, eight hundred and sixty fifth. Put out of his career, which passes Ivan Pudge Rodriguez for the most putouts by a catcher in MLB history. So he has even further cemented himself in the argument of greatest catcher of all time. Yeah, and, a, and mo- by modern standards, Pudge is the only other person that you can compare him to. Yeah. And really, at this point, it's apples and oranges. But I will say, for longevity, you, longevity, you got to give it to Yadier. Oh yeah, Yadier. Punch had some injuries at some point sure, in his career, yeah. and there was a little bit of a, a scandal about was he or was he not on performance-enhancing drugs at a certain point. So, <laughs> yeah. but well, who wasn't? Yeah, right. You know, he's like it was we, Ritalin. I don't know. <laughs> we were under a cloud of suspicion. We didn't even play the <laughs> game. Yeah, everyone's like, I think they hoots on. You know. Performance enhancing drugs, but what? Why? What do you think pudding is a performance enhancing drug? Uh, anyway, so hey man, congrats to Yachty. Uh, Big up. The, the the man's got a rocket for an arm too. Like you know, it's crazy. You still don't want to steal on him, even now. No, that's what I'm saying. You you think you're gonna steal second on Yachty? Crazy. That man will throw you out before you know what the hell happened. Yeah, he's a World Series champion, yeah, many-time gold glover. He's yeah. a silver slugger award winner. He's yeah. a great catcher. He's a dude. He's just a dude playing the game. Hey, I guess we're going to go ahead and wrap up Garbage Time Sports. Glad you guys stayed and heard our nonsensical uh, opinions on our favorite sports teams and how we don't like to talk about any of the teams you like. Uh, if you want to hear us talk about specific teams, blah, 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 you can write to us. You're not going to, and we would ignore you anyway. So we just want to say thank you so much. 
Sorry, guys. I kind of got off on a tangent there. Thank you guys so much for listening to us. Hey, for real, write to us. Tell us what you want to hear about. And uh, tune in next week, and we'll tell you uh, who wins the College World Series. Later. Later. Later.